All right, folks, welcome back. This is a episode of Saturday Morning Coffee on the Gird Up Podcast. This is intended for you to be grabbing a cup of coffee and enjoying it as uh, you wake up on Saturday morning and get yourself ready for the weekend. What a great way to start in the word. So thanks for joining us today. Go grab a fresh, hot cup of coffee, sit on the front porch, watch the sunrise, and let's start our day in the word together. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. What's up, guys? Oh, man. I found myself in the last few days and weeks, several different times, thinking about death, whether it's because of came up during like a Bible study or something or um, because like it was just part of what I was reading. I've been reading a lot about World War II recently, so there's obviously a lot of death there. Um, book suggestion, by the way, um, With the Old Breed by Eugene Sledge. Um, if you're familiar with the HBO miniseries The Pacific, he's one of the main characters in there, and this is the book that it's adapted from. Um, very, very good book. It supposedly is the best representation of what like a grunt will go through during battle. Because um, most of the time when you read a book written about a war, it's written by officers or written by historians. And this particular book is just a good representation of what a foot soldier, he's in this case a Marine, uh, what a foot soldier goes through during actual war and during actual warfare. It's very, very well written, very, very cool. But he obviously lost a lot of comrades and friends, and so you interact with death a lot. It came up most recently today um, in Bible study at church. Um, this is recorded, obviously, on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, it came up this morning in church at Bible study, and people are talking about death, and everybody's just so mortified of death. Everybody, Everybody's terrified of death and terrified of dying, and I can't say that I'm always 100% immune to that. Um, but it's 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 kind of crazy just how terrified people are of dying. It makes sense, um, but people just death starts to excite this wild fear in people. People are just terrified of death. They're, I think part of it is that we live just like completely over padded, protected lives. Uh, you think about the way we live, especially nowadays. Um, very rarely is anybody ever sent off to war. You can't get in a bar fight. You can't, you know, punch a kid at school. Um, like there's no violence left at all. And not that those things were ever totally acceptable in the norms or that, you know, people who love their savior were, were constantly doing them in the past. I'm not saying that at all. It's saying we live in a place where peace is the expectation. And so then when we're faced with violence, it's, it's a shock, right? We, we, we don't, we don't experience violence in our daily lives. I think that's part of it. Um, but then also you think about like everything we do or not everything, but a lot of the stuff we do every day is designed to extend our lives. Like 
it's only very recently that there are laws for seatbelts. Like a lot of the antique cars you see driving around don't even have seatbelts. Like seatbelts are a, a new invention, a relatively new invention. They haven't been around for forever. And now it, you, know, you see signs all over the place that say click it or ticket. If you don't buckle your seatbelt, if you can't, if you don't, um, if you don't assure your own personal safety, the government can, can fine you. I mean, think about that. They, they're coming into your car and saying, if you don't protect yourself, you're going to get in trouble with us. And I understand where they're coming from. Like I, I, believe me, I'm, I don't push back against, I wear my seatbelt every day. But it's, it's kind of crazy just how much we are terrified of death. Um, and it even, it even comes into our politics. Um, think about bikes, bikes, kids on bikes wearing helmets. Like, and again, I'm not advocating that, that mothers shouldn't try and protect their children. If it wasn't for mothers, uh, there'd be a whole lot more kids who do a lot of unsafe things. And I, I certainly don't want to see kids getting hurt and dying. And I'm sure someday my own children will wear bike helmets, but like you never anymore see a kid riding around a neighborhood without a bike helmet. And, and even the thought of a child riding a bike without a helmet often just leaves mothers in terror and parents in terror. It's not even just mothers anymore. It's, it's, it's weak fathers too. Just in terror that something terrible is going to happen. When in reality, um, if you fall off your bike and bump your head, yes, the helmet is going to help you. But if you get hit by a car... Or if there really is a serious bike accident, that helmet's going to do very little to help you. That's proven by science. The helmet can only do so much, especially a bike helmet. They're just not designed to save you. They're designed to reduce the chances of dying, obviously, but they're not going to save you from getting a concussion. If you're going to get a concussion, you're not going to be saved from it by a little piece of styrofoam between your head and the ground. I don't know. It just it just starts to bother me. Everybody's so terrified of death, just paranoid with it all the time. How about football? They are ruining the sport of football by by putting in rules that are over the top. Now, again, we've talked about this on the podcast before. We, uh, my generation, most of us played football the wrong way. We even sometimes intentionally would hit each other in the head because we didn't understand just how big of a deal it was. There should be rules outlawing helmet to helmet hits. Yes. There certainly should be precautions made so that we don't have people losing their minds and dying or whatever. But if you never take a risk, you're never going to live. Like if we're totally obsessed with with not letting our kids get hurt and not and protecting life at all costs, you never get a chance to live. Like some of these rules about like the changing the kickoff um, so that you don't have as much like. It, it's non-lethal combat. You boys need to do it in order to grow up and be strong and tough individuals. You just got to do it. Um, and some of these, it's getting infuriating to watch football nowadays too, because you like defenseless receivers and this and that, or whatever. Like it takes, it takes the fun out of the game, but it also takes a lot of the challenge out of the game um, and some of the entertainment value too. Um, even like swimming, how often do you hear about kids like riding their bike to the beach and swimming on their own anymore? You teach a kid to swim, and then you let him swim. And if something's going to happen, something's going to happen. But you teach a kid to swim, and you let him swim. Now, maybe that'll change when I'm a parent, and I might fret a little bit more. But that, that's the way I look at the world, is you prepare your child or your children for contingencies, and then you trust that you prepared them and send them off into the world. Anyway, 
We also get just obsessed with death, and we talk about death all the time, even when we don't need to, right? We hear about near-death experiences. Like, no, no, it wasn't a near-death experience. You got rear-ended, you know? My life flashed before my eyes. I almost died. When was the last time I heard a teenage girl say, I almost died? (laughs) You didn't almost die. You got bumped in the hallway. You did not almost die. You know, you bumped your head on, you know, the ceiling, whatever. You didn't almost die. We're obsessed with the idea of dying and and protecting ourselves from it. It turns into dramatics a lot of times. We even despise getting old because it means we're getting closer to death. Like that really is the, the foundation behind it that we know we're getting closer to death. We're embarrassed that we're getting old. People hate getting old because they don't want to die. Like we cover it up with makeup. <laughs> we have plastic surgery. Like plastic surgery is all about looking better and pretending that you're not getting old and you're going to live forever. People refuse to take pictures because they're afraid they look old in pictures. Like how often do you see people dressing younger than they ought to, wearing clothes that their teenagers wear, dressing up like they're 14 years old or maybe 20 years old to try and look young. There's nothing wrong with being fashionable, but sometimes you just completely sacrifice any self-respect so that you can look young. It's silliness. Dying is a natural part of life. Think about it like you can't even ask somebody their age anymore. <laughs> if you, or isn't there a rule? You can't ask a, a woman her age. It, it's rude. Come on, people. We're too afraid of dying. People hate death. I think the reason they hate death so much, there's a couple reasons, actually. I think it's because people don't know that it's a, well, they think it's a dead end. They don't know what's going to come next. They don't, they think there's no afterlife. And so it's just like blank end of slate. It's all over done. Everything was meaningless. And I understand why that's terrifying. Other people, they don't know what lies on the other side. So they're nervous. They're scared. They don't know what's coming. They don't know what's coming. They don't know if they've done enough good. They don't know if there is an afterlife. They don't know if they're going to be reincarnated. They don't know for sure what's going to happen when they die. And that's also terrifying. And I understand why that's terrifying too. Uh, They just don't know when it's coming. Like it could happen any second. Am I really ready to die? That's scary. Um. And I think the last reason people hate death on the other side of things, like when we watch people die, is it sucks to say goodbye. It's hard to say goodbye. It hurts a lot. And it hurts even more when you don't know where that person is going, when you don't know what the end game is. You know, like if you don't know that that person is going to heaven, of course it hurts, especially if you know that person is going to hell. It hurts to say goodbye. It even hurts to say goodbye when you know they're going to heaven because you miss them like crazy. But it takes the morning out of it, right? It just says, you know what, I, I, I'm going to miss you. I love you, but I'm not scared for you. I'm not terrified for you. As Christians, we don't have to fear death. We don't, we don't have to fear death at all. The grave's sting is gone. Jesus took that all away when he died on the cross and then rose again. He broke death. Death is no longer has an impact on us. It's expected because we know everybody's going to die. We don't have to be afraid of it because we know it's coming. And we know that it could come any moment. And if we prepare ourselves for it, there's no reason to be terrified at all. We know death is eventually going to come. We just don't know when. But we know everybody dies. That's number one, right? Two things are guaranteed, death and taxes. Well, you know someday you're going to die and so are the people you love. Number two, we don't have to be afraid of death because we know where we're going and we know how we're getting there. There's no questions involved. I know that I am going to die. I know that when I die, I will wake up in heaven, and I know that I'm going to heaven because Jesus shed his blood for me. He washed my sight clean, and now I have a place at home in heaven. What's there to be afraid of? 
Third reason we don't need to <laughs> third reason we don't need to be afraid of death is it's a homecoming. That's where we belong. It's a return to the Garden of Eden. Right? God created human beings as perfect, and he had fellowship with them in the garden. We walked with God. Adam and Eve walked with God. They were a part of God's community up in heaven, and it was perfect, and it was beautiful. That was Eden. Well, when we die, we go back to Eden. It's a homecoming. It's what was supposed to happen. Death is more than just a necessity, something that gets tacked on the end of our life. In fact, you'll hear people say stuff like, well, if, if Jesus died for us and, and, and death is broken and we've been given victory, why do Christians die? It's so much more than just an end on earth. We can't forget that death is not just an end on earth. Death is not just a closing of the earthly door. Right now, we are stuck in the consequences of our sins. We're not experiencing full grace yet. We are stuck in the consequences of our sin. And so this veil of wrath and tears, this, this current peel, the skin that we live in, this world that we live in that's so full of sin is a consequence of our sinfulness. And when we die, that death is the removal of this sinful shell and our restoration to Eden. We get to go back to heaven. Death is actually a blessing. Death is a blessing because God is going to use our death to peel away all the sickness and tears and all the evil and all the wickedness of the world. It's going to be gone and will be reborn in heaven. How cool is that? So, memento mori. Remember you must die. But also remember that it's a blessing. It's something we should look forward to. It's something we need to be prepared for. And uh, how cool is it going to be to wake up someday in heaven? Don't be afraid of death, folks. Don't be afraid of death. Enjoy your time on earth. Don't be afraid of death. Be free. Enjoy your time here. And trust that your Savior is taking you home to the new Eden, to heavenly glory. God bless you. Have a great week.